0: If you're not familiar with those words that we just looked at, they're actually uh, the last words that Jesus spoke to his disciples before he left the earth. And so I love that picture of all the world and all the earth. Therefore, go. Everybody say go. That's what he is calling us to do. And a life of going is a life of adventure. Uh, Not this, uh, not yesterday, but the week before. Um, I went to a concert there was a a concert here locally um, by an artist named Toby Mack if you're familiar with Toby Mack and uh, he is um, one of these guys he like I want to be like him because he's like 50 something years old but he's still cool. You know what I'm saying? Like he's still, people go to see him. Kids go to see him. Teenagers go to see him. He's still, he's still cool. And something interesting happened. And I went, uh, Amy and I went with Daniel because he really likes the artist. And we were there and there was different artists that showed up. And also Toby Mac was there. And we were in the concert, you know, we're like, yeah, the concert's fun. Something happened. Now that I've seen Toby Mac live, this is very interesting. Now that I've seen him live, do you know what kind of music, for whatever reason, I'm not sure why, this week we've been playing in our house. We've been playing Toby Mac. I don't know if that's ever happened to you. Like you go to a concert, you experience music, you go, man, that is awesome. And then you go home, He's like, I want to listen to more. You kind of want to keep, keep it going because, because you've experienced it. And now the, the joy of what you've experienced, you want to kind of continue to share as a family. And what we're talking about today is nothing different than meeting someone really cool, and then going back home and playing his music and talking about him uh, to to your family and to the people in your life. Uh, we're talking today about sharing God's love. Say, share God's love, because when we've gone to the concert of Jesus, somebody know that Jesus is cool amen and he's forgiven us and he's got you know toby max got cool music but jesus has the, he's the author of music you know what i'm saying and other people have some cool things and there's uh, uh, great things to experience but jesus he created everything john chapter one said by him everything was made and nothing that has been made was made without him so he is the author and creator of everything amen and so when we talk about sharing the love of God and sharing what Christ, what Jesus has done for us, it's like going to a concert, experiencing great music, and then going home and continuing to listen to that and allowing that music to permeate your heart. And then, you know what happens? We're driving down the car or I'm talking to my son or we're walking around, and guess what music we're humming? Or, you not really hum it, but you know, we, we, you know what music we're, we're saying. Or the beat that's in our mind. Dun, dun, dun. Feel it in my heart. Feel it in my soul. That's how I know. Pastor, how do you know that music? Because I've been listening to it. I went to the concert. We've been listening to it. The same thing, it happens. And wherever I go, that music is there. You know, our walk with God is supposed to be the same. When we encounter God, we encounter his love and his joy. He's a loving father, and it transforms us. So wherever we go, we have the tune of his music in our heart and in our life you know, something interesting about music is if you don't remember the lyrics of a song, oftentimes you'll remember the beat of a song before, or the, the tune of a song before you remember the lyrics. Are you with me? And sometimes, you know, you just kind of like, oh, what is this? And, and the fact that you have the tune, it's like, what did that song say? And then you, you look, you look for it. You think, oh, what are the lyrics? What do they say? Because I want to learn a little bit more. But sometimes it starts with the tune. And what is the tune of God? What is the beat that God is calling our lives to, to beat by? What is it? And so, so the problem is that you and I sometimes easily uh, hear the, the beat and the, the tune of other music, of other songs, not literally, but of other distractions of what our friends say of what, or our addictions or, or what our family background says, and we forget the tune and what God sounds like one of the reasons why people say people ask me pastor should I go to church every week and it's listen not a condemnation thing you know I know that people have all kinds of stuff going on in their lives I, I tell people that when I was a single dad the only reason I came sometimes was because I was a pastor I had to come you know what I'm saying I had to be here but as a single dad it was tough And so God bless single moms, single dads, people who are going through it because it's tough sometimes. But one of the reasons why I invite people to come to church every week is so that they don't forget the tune. They don't forget the beat. Don't forget... Da, 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 whatever that sounds like, don't forget how great is our God. Don't forget I'm coming back to the. Don't forget it, because when you leave here, that that sound is going to be there. And then when you encounter other people, maybe they'll say, "Wait, what is that? What is that music? What is this? What is that sound? That what is it about your life?" And so, um, the Great Commission is what we were looking at. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And the the beat and the the tune of Jesus is life-giving. Say life-giving. It's always life-giving. It's always life-giving. And so today I want to talk about. You know, sometimes we talk about how do we share God's love, and we don't really know how to do that. And so today we're going to look at a story uh, that's going to help us uh, in that journey. Amen. And so here's. Uh, are you ready? Uh, 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 do you have a Bible? If you have a Bible in your hand, hold it up. And if you don't have a Bible, listen, I know the preacher last week said something about phones. Can I just tell you, I use my phone as a Bible all the time, okay? Uh, that's his opinion. I love him and I respect that. But uh, just so that you know, if you use your Bible for Devo, it's okay. If you use your Bible to read the scriptures here in the, in the house, it's okay. The word is the word. Say the word. word. What matters is the word, amen? The format is, it may be important. You know, back in the day, you know what they had? They had scrolls. So if we really wanted to go back to the original, we would read scrolls. Anybody got a scroll in the back pocket? Right? And so whether it's scrolls or whether it's a printed Bible or whether it's uh, digitally in your phone, it's the word of God. Say the word. And so we're going to start off today in Acts chapter 8 verse 26. And we're going to do a little Bible study. Say Bible study. We're going to do it with me and I hope that you're encouraged by it. And we're just going to kind of talk through it and, and listen to an example of somebody sharing God's love. Say share God's love. You are, and I are called to share the tune, the beat of, of, of God to, through others, to others. And what does that sound like? Now, an angel of the Lord said to Philip, go south to the road. This is, again, Acts chapter 8, verse 26. It's on your notes, and it can also obviously be in your Bible, your phone, wherever you, you're reading. Now, an angel of the Lord said to Philip, go south the road, the desert road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he was going from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and on his way, he met an Ethiopian eunuch. Anybody know any Ethiopians? I presume that Sister Tibe knows some Ethiopians. She lives in the country. uh, She's from Eritrea, but it's very close to Ethiopia. Also, Ethiopia is connected to us because many of our Sudanese brothers and sisters have, um, that's kind of like their second homeland. Right? Because of whether it's refugee camps or whatever, Ethiopia is important to this house especially. And the Bible talks about Ethiopia. Say, Ethiopia. So here he goes. The angel of the Lord to- said to Philip, go south to the road that goes from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out and on his way, say on his way, he met an Ethiopian eunuch. An important official in charge of all the treasury of the Kandake which means queen of the Ethiopians. As I was reading this, uh, you know, the Kandake, Kandaki, I didn't even know exactly how to say that, but I w- the only thing I can think of was Wakanda. Every time I read this, I want to say Wakanda, but it's not Wakanda, but close enough, okay? Um, this man, this Ethiopian, had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way home was sitting in his chariot, reading the book of Isaiah the prophet, the Spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. So the angel of the Lord uh, tells Philip, I want you to go to, to uh, Clinton Ave. I want you to start, I want you to just go to Clinton Ave. So he goes, okay, I'm on Clinton Ave, which goes north and south, right? From, uh, from the hood to Moore Hood. praise God, right? Or f- through the city to, to Irondequate, right? It goes all the way. So go to that street. I want you to go there. The angel of the Lord spoke to him. And while he's, while he's on Clinton, it just so happened that this big caravan was going by, these important officials, and this man, this Ethiopian, was going through there. And, and it just so happens that he was reading the Bible. Say the Bible. He was reading the scriptures. Now, one of the first things that I want to tell you about um, sharing God's love is that, and here's the first feeling, God's spirit initiates it. God's spirit initiates it and we follow. God's Spirit initiates it, and we follow. So we're on Clinton Ave, and this important person is there, and it just so happens that that important person that's going by it happens to be reading the scriptures. And the Spirit speaks to Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. Go to that chariot and stay near it so a couple of things i want to tell you about us sharing the tune the beat the love of god in our lives with others the first thing is that the spirit of god initiates it in other words you don't have to be like okay i need to evangelize i need to share the gospel i'm just gonna do it i'm just gonna go and in my own i'm just gonna i need to be strong and be bold and i'm just gonna do it. no the spirit of god initiates it amen the angel spoke to philip The Spirit led him. Here's the deal. Here's the key for you and for me. Are we listening to the Spirit of God? Every once in a while, (laughs) I will, and just this week, this happened. I came into the church, and I've told you this before, so you're you're probably going to remember, and you're going to be like, Pastor, come on, why did you forget? A long time ago, every time I would come to this property, there would be wonderful, wonderful neighbors parked all over our parking lot and sometimes there would be clouds of glorious smoke coming out of their cars and i would get here and can i just tell you and my first thought because i'm a loving pastor and i you know, I love this community i would park here and i would see all those cars and i would see all that stuff my first thought was what are they doing here get out that would be my thought because they are here they're Trespassing, if you will. They're hanging out with it. No respect, whatever. And a long time ago, the Lord put it in my heart. He said, Listen, every time that somebody is on your property, that's a sign to you. Go and share God's love with them. And I said, But God, they're there. Chill out. Take a breath. Here's what the Spirit of God is saying. Not what I say, but what God is saying. And so this week, as I was preparing for this message, there was a car. Two wonderful gentlemen. God bless them. And the smoke, the pillars of smoke was co- were coming out. And the, the scent, it was a, a scent that was different. <laughs> and so I came and I was parked. And then my first thought was, like, man, what are they here? And I just didn't understand. I, w- I, w- I went to the church and, r- and the Lord said, remember. Remember who you are. No, remember what I told you, right? And... Lord said, hey, I told you something, so what's the first feeling? God's spirit, what? Initiate. Say initiates. initiate. He initiates, but we have to be listening. And so Philip followed that. He went to the right street, and he followed that. God's spirit initiates. So anyway, uh, the Lord said, hey, here's what you want. Easter's coming up. I want you to go over there. I want you to knock on their window, and I want you to invite them to Easter and just bless them. So here comes Pastor Lewis. I have my invitations. And I go over there. I, I couldn't see. It was, you know, those, those dark. So I have no idea what's going on there. I'm like, Lord, thank you, Jesus. I'm doing this in faith, God. I don't want to die today. Bless the Lord. No. So I do that. And the, the window goes down. These two guys. And it's like, pooh. Right? I was like, once I recovered myself from the the big puff of smoke hey guys how you doing today Um, I'm Pastor Lewis just want to invite you to Easter and we would love for you guys to come And they were like what and one guy looks at it he says Easter and uh, our little thing says uh, what does it say it says uh, here's what it says it says a place for you this Easter a place for you And after they got over the shock of, what is this guy doing, he looked at this and he said, anyone can come to this? And it was kind of like, I I didn't expect it. I don't know why I didn't expect it, but I I was just trying to do what what, what I sense the Spirit of God telling me. But the, the thing that he says to me is, anyone? In other words, I mean, you see us here, we're smoking it up, we're doing our own thing. Anyone? I said, man, we would love for you to come. And listen, God loves you guys. And then I left. I don't know what's going to happen with those guys. I don't know if I'm ever going to see them again in my life. But here's what I know. Here's what I know. That for one moment, first I was angry, but when I stopped and I started to listen a little bit to the Spirit of God, He was trying to initiate something. I didn't want any part of that, but the Spirit of God was trying to initiate something. Could it be in your life and mine that oftentimes there's a lot of adventure, a lot of eternal impact things that God wants to do through you and through me? But we're so busy. The volume is so turned up on all the other music and beats of the world that we cannot hear the tune of god and listen the tune of god is always loving people the tune of god is always generosity the tune of god is always redemption say redemption the spirit initiates it It, we don't have i it wasn't me i didn't want to i just wanted to say hey could you please get out of here please that's what i wanted to say but god had other plans amen The Spirit initiates, and we follow. Philip goes to the street, if you will, Clinton, and this Ethiopian is there, and it just so happens that he's reading the Bible. I got a little more to say about that, but let me just continue. Then Philip, say Philip. We talk about a man named Philip. Where did this man come from? I'm just going to tell you very quickly. There's several Philips in the Bible. We're not perfectly sure which one one this is. But the Bible says that in the New Testament, the disciples, after Jesus left, the disciples chose seven guys to help them in the ministry. One of those guys was a man named Stephen. Say, Stephen. Stephen had an incredible ministry, was sharing the word of God powerfully, and here's what happened to him. He was stoned to death because of it. You might say, what? I don't want any part. Listen, he was stoned to death. But the Bible says that even as he was being killed, he looked up to heaven and he saw the heavens. He saw the Father and the Son, Jesus Christ, and he saw Jesus. The Bible says that Jesus is normally sitting on his throne next to the Father. But this time he's looked up to heaven and Jesus was standing, almost like paying respects to this man, Stephen, who was giving his life for the gospel. See, I believe that anyone who's willing to give their life or their reputation, most of you, and praise God, most of us will not have to experience persecution but we know from sudan we know from places in asia we know from places in the middle east that if you're a christ follower you will be persecuted but the bible says that this stephen even in his persecution jesus was standing because he was saying here's someone who believes in me so much they're willing to give their life for that and the bible says that even as he was dying he saw there i see jesus standing And you know that the second that he passed, to be absent from the body, the Bible says, is to be present with the Lord. Amen? So in that moment, and you know who was there watching that, gaining strength from that, and saying, my goodness, look at this person, their boldness, something is happening inside of me. You know who was there? A man named Philip. Say Philip. That Philip was Taken and he started sharing about Jesus. He said, Man, Stephen didn't care. I'm not going to care. I'm going to start sharing wherever I am. He started sharing about Jesus. And in one of those moments is when the Spirit speaks to him Go to this street. An Ethiopian is going to be there. And Philip said, Whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do. I'm standing there. The scripture says, Then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. This is the scripture this week that is challenging me on getting my exercise back. Because I said, Pastor, he, God, he was running towards the chariot. You know, I don't know if I can catch the chariot right now because I'm so out of shape. And so God used this scripture to encourage me to get, get, get my butt in gear. You know what I'm saying? Uh, start exercising. Because our bodies are important. Our bodies is what God uses to help other people. And that's God's business. So then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Do you understand what you are reading, Philip asked do you understand what you are reading philip asked. i want you to notice something philip does not go up to the chariot and say hey you need to you need to come to jesus right now you need to repent and you need to do it you see that he does not do that he was led by the spirit and the first words he says to him hey do you understand what you're reading philip was close he recognized this guy is reading about isaiah i know isaiah God, what are the odds that this man that you're calling me to reach is already, you're doing something in his life before I get there? (laughs) Philip asked, how can I? Philip asked, you know, do you understand what you're reading? And then the man said, how can I? He said, listen, unless someone explains it to me. And listen to this. So he, what? Invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Let me just tell you something else about sharing the love of God. When you approach a scenario and you feel like, this, I feel like I'm supposed to do this, and the answer is, no, get away from me, I don't want to talk to you, that's okay. Or if it's like, okay, thanks, and then we put our windows back up like the guys did, <laughs> that's okay. I'm not going to try to break down the No, no, that's okay. But every once in a while, could it be that one of these times that I go up and knock on the door, The guys will say, anyone can come? Could you tell me more about this? And God opens up the door. And here, God opened up the door for this man, this Ethiopian. Come, come up to the chariot and explain it to me. Here's the next feeling. God prepares the way for it. God prepares the way for it. Sharing God's love. God's spirit initiates it and we follow. God prepares the way for it. The scripture goes on to say, this is the passage of scripture the eunuch was reading. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. I'm going to hit pause there for a second. This is from the book of Isaiah, and I would encourage you to take a look at it in your own time when you can. But he's just reading what the Ethiopian was reading. Philip is reading what the Ethiopian is reading. Are you with me? Say yes. Yes. Amen. The eunuch asked Philip a wonderful question. Tell me, please, who is the prophet talking about, himself or someone else? Then Philip began with that very passage of Scripture and told him the good news about Jesus. With that very passage of Scripture, he began and told him the good news about Jesus. Let me just say this. This particular passage of Scripture in Isaiah is not the passage that i would have chosen to share christ okay there's a lot of other ones that are kind of easier or make more sense but philip took and started from where the ethiopian was he started where he was sometimes we think that evangelism is about confronting people you must repent you must believe now it's like you know how many i don't know if anybody likes to ski i am afraid of skiing but if i was walking down the street and somebody came up to me saying you need to you know skiing is the greatest thing don't you love it don't you want to was try it out i was like man just calm down i'm walking down the street i was like, no no you need to love skiing it's the best thing and you know here's a couple of skis but, but dude i'm walking down the street that would be odd would not would it not but if they saw me maybe looking at a skiing magazine or they heard me talking about how much i wanted to ski say hey you know what i know about skiing We can talk about that and maybe i start asking questions so what about this what about that you know here's what you can do to become a great skier do not be afraid puerto ricans don't ski okay it's not going to happen i'm not going to go to to become a skier i'm just trying to uh, make a point the point is this philip listened and when he heard the man talk asking spiritual questions that's when he said can i help amen he asked us, that's when he said, hey, can I help? So God prepares a way for it. The Spirit of God initiates it. Here's the next thing. God's word is a catalyst for it. God's word is a catalyst for it. That's the word. Catalyst means the change agent, the thing that makes it different. Um, if you've ever had food that it doesn't have much taste, you usually put what? salt seasoning salt pepper something the salt the seasoning is a catalyst a catalyst it makes it different it it makes it taste a little different the word of god is the catalyst for our sharing the word of god the bible says is alive and active sharper than any double-edged sword we go on as they traveled along the road they came to some water and the eunuch said look here is water what can stand in the way of my being baptized? And he gave orders to stop the chariot. Then both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and Philip baptized them. I mean, I don't know about you, but this is crazy. Philip just shows up on Clinton. The Ethiopian is there. He's reading Isaiah, and he starts answering his questions, tells him about Jesus. And listen, can I just say something to you? You and I don't have to be experts on the Word of God to be able to share. Here's all that I need to share as a Christian. Here's all. I was blind, but now I see. I lost my late wife. I was in despair and depressed. I thought I was going to go crazy, but the Lord rescued me. That's my testimony. Life is short. Have peace with God and with people. That's my testimony. I promise you, I don't talk to people and say, well, let's open up the scriptures and let's do a Bible study. And le-. No, 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 no. Th- that's good. That's important. But the, the, at the core of what I share with people is I was blind, but now I see. If they're reading a particular thing, like this man was reading Isaiah, and he was, able, he was hungry for questions, and we'll engage in as best we can. And what I don't know, I'll say, I don't know, but I'm going to find out for you. Oh, why don't you come to church, and we'll explore this together. God's salvation, here's the next filling, crosses ethnic and racial barriers. God's salvation crosses ethnic and racial barriers. Philip was, can you take a guess of what Philip was? He was a Jewish man, and he was ministering to what kind of person? An Ethiopian. FYI, not the same race. FYI, not the same culture. But the Spirit of God is invested in touching lives no matter what you look like, where you come from. The Spirit of God says, go into all the world. Amen? Whoever is here, can I just tell you, in in the inner city of Rochester here, all the world is here. We don't have to go very far. All the world is here. God, help us to listen to your spirit because your salvation crosses ethnic and racial barriers. I don't have too much time to talk about this. This particular next verse, if you have a Bible in front of you and maybe on the phone, it might not be there. It's almost like a hidden verse. And listen to me. Don't freak out about that. (laughs) It's okay. There are some things. People put the Bible together. They're trying to be as faithful as they can. And If you have more questions about it, you can come ask me. In some versions, this particular verse comes out. In some other versions, it's not there. But here's what it says, and I plucked it from one of the versions. Here's what it says. Acts 8, verse 37. Then Philip said, if you believe with all your heart... Because the Ethiopian said, can anything keep me from being baptized, from becoming a follower of Jesus? Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Here's the next filling: God's salvation is available to all who believe. God's salvation is available to all who believe. And then finally, when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip. Say, Suddenly. And the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, appeared at Azotus and traveled about, preaching the gospel in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. It is possible that Philip never saw this man again. But here's the cool thing. One interaction, one moment of sharing one moment of sharing the gospel could it be that that ethiopian man went back to his home country and started sharing jesus with people and could it be that throughout history many people have been sharing christ in ethiopia and eritrea and sudan and all the places and some of the people that are represented here are direct have a direct lineage in faith to this man who was ministered to by philip here's the last feeling god's good news brings joy to those who embrace it brings joy. It says when they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away and the eunuch did not see him again, but went on his way. Listen, rejoicing. Is the beat and the tune of your life, feel it in my heart, feel it in my soul. Is, is it bringing joy to people? <laughs> because the message of Jesus is a message of joy. Say joy. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your love and your grace for us. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. We love you, Jesus, in Christ's name. Amen.